What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. Today's episode, Thinking You Know It All. So I'll start this off with kind of a funny story, and then I'll circle around to the lesson and how I kind of think it makes sense and it's relevant to business. I'm on daughter number two in respect to girls going through their teenage years. And both of my daughters are extremely intelligent. Both of them are extremely high achievers. They're quick thinkers. They're witty. They're brilliant communicators. And like, I know every parent's proud, but literally I've witnessed as both of my daughters excel when it comes to critical thinking, logic, negotiation, just things that some people probably are extremely talented with, but take for granted. And one of the things, this phenomena happens whenever a teenager gets to like this 16, 17, 18, 19 year old phase, and that is they peak inside of their intelligence. They literally become the smartest people they know they begin to think that they can strategize and, and in their mind logically step through forests of, of information and come out on the other side regardless of what path they take. They think that every single path equals them being right to the point that they'll cut you off when you're trying to communicate with them. They'll interrupt you. They'll speak over you and they'll even try to guess what it is that you're heading to say. Like when you're, when you've got a point that you're trying to make and you're heading in that direction, they'll, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're, but here's what, like they'll, like what it is you're getting ready to say is secondary to the tone and temperament of their conversation and to the conversation that they want to have to the points that they're ready to make based off of the subtle clues that you've given, whether accurate or not. And I'm picking on my daughters because both of my daughters at some point in time throughout my life have done this. Both of them hit this pinnacle and I expect to be the one that they flex that power on, but then I'll wait. And when it's the right time, I'll correct and say, Hey, look, it really behooves you to take all the data points in, listen to the end, then assess what it is you're going to say and deploy. And what's funny is tonight, I was actually having a conversation with my youngest daughter and we were just joking around and she perceived that I was speaking on the tail end of something my wife was talking about. And so whenever I started to speak, she cut me off almost instantly and said, I'm not doing that, that thing that my wife was kind of joking with her about. And I listened to it and I said, I wasn't even talking about that. And I made, and I made a conscious decision not to finish my thoughts. So she'll forever not know what it was that I was going to say because she assumed that she already knows it wasn't a big deal. She wasn't in trouble. It wasn't life or like we were all just joking around, but it's a lesson that I think so critical. And one that I see a lot of people, even as adults inside of their professional world are lacking. And this is whenever I step into the conversation, I think that it's relevant to say to you, you don't know everything. And one of the easiest ways to prove to an entire room that you don't know everything is to be way too aggressive in your, in your willingness to communicate. 
So inside of the dealership currently, we're doing employee reviews and this is a self review. So we give everybody a list of questions and we ask them, hey, I want you to assess yourself. I want you to look into all of these different questions that we've created specific to you in your position. And I want you to answer them. One is weak, five is strong, is like perfect, I'm nailing this. But I want you to be honest. And I'm gonna go through and honestly give you feedback and tell you where I think that you are. And one of my employees is one of the most intelligent employees that I have on my team. He's a brilliant dude. He does a great job at his job. But one of the things that he does and we discussed was he makes crazy assumptions based on the limited facts that he has and jumps to extreme conclusions before anybody else can speak fully through a thought. So even though he's extremely brilliant, sometimes the people around him, they don't take him seriously. And you all know somebody like that in your world, or if you think you might be that person that everybody knows, that person that you're, when you start to hear someone speak to you, especially when it's hostile or whenever it's in a negotiation or when it's in just basic conversation, you can tell that they're not sitting there listening to you. They're calculating their next statement, their next argument, their next point. They're trying to play chess and they think that moving the pieces quicker helps them to win. But here's what's interesting about chess. The very best players in the world move quickly. But the reason that they're able to move so quickly is because in the beginning when they were learning the game, they were very slow and methodical until they were able to realize the rules of all the different pieces. And they memorize some of the strategies of those moves. And so when you see a, a really brilliant chess player moving quickly, it's because he understands the rules of the board. He understands the moves that are happening. And even he can't move until the person across from him has finished their move. Now, I know that this is kind of a rabbit hole in respect to the conversation of chess versus, hey, I'm in conversation with somebody and I'm cutting them off or they're cutting me off. But here's my point. In conversation, it never helps you. In a negotiation, it will never help you. Inside of just communicating in a healthy environment that fosters growth and and conveys a spirit of, hey, I want to I share my point with you and I want to hear the point that you have with me. None of those things happen when you don't fully listen to the person that you're talking to, discussing with, negotiating with, when you don't take the time to hear the point that the person on the other side is making. And the faster you rush to cut them off or to respond, the quicker you lose their respect, the quicker they emotionally peak the less willing they'll be to hear your points when you want to retort. You know, we talked not very long ago about framing the conversation, setting it up and saying, hey, here are the rules. The number one rule that I put on every framed conversation that I step into is, look, I'm going to hear you out, but I need you to hear me out fully as well. We're not going to interrupt each other. And like, here's why. And the reason is, is because if someone will give me the courtesy to hear me all the way out to the end. Almost every decision that I've made has been well thought out. But how can you do that when you assume you know what the other person's going to say? And when you know that you know that you know that you've got somebody dead to rights and the situation is intentional and it's, it's important, 
when their backs against the wall in these high pressure conversations that sometimes in life we just have to have, the very best tool you can have is for them to show all of their cards. And the very best way to do that is to hear the person out. Allow them to finish. Allow them to prove to you and the rest of the room that A, they're the most brilliant person there, or B, they're not. They just think they are. Communication isn't something that you can take lightly. And like my daughters and the lessons that I'll teach them in respect to how they come back and forth with me, I'm preparing them for a world where whenever they have these conversations, these crucial, critical conversations with key people in their lives, they're equipped to do it effectively. They're equipped to not only speak their point, but to hear the points of the people involved. This will make you a better communicator. It'll make you seem like a more compassionate person. Even if you're brooding on the inside, when you take the time to listen to the people around you, you make them feel like they're more important to you. You make them feel more loved. You make them feel more cared about. And even if on the other side of that feeling, you're frustrated and you have a point to make and you know as soon as they'll hear that point, this will be a mute discussion. It creates a much better environment when you're just willing to listen. Savvy. I be making these